Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week, we wish you a happy belated 420. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about just navigating this dystopian world we live in. You know what? In true stoner fashion, this episode is coming out way after 420. Way after 420, <laughs> yeah, man. man. We were late. We forgot about it. It's actually not true. For the first time in our lives, we are actually celebrating 420. Yeah. We... Never, I don't even think about 420. It never even occurs to me. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about smoking pot on this podcast, you know, like, oh, it's just so scandalous. Yeah. But just, you know, I always like to tack on the caveat that we're the most lightweight pot smokers maybe in the history of the world. Like, we're very, very like into the culture wait what do i try to say? i don't know we're not into weed culture at all we support it we're glad that it's i'm support i support it whatever yeah. but i mean like whenever people are like ask me oh yeah like do you want an edible and i'm yeah. like is it under two milligrams i can't smoke my own joint or i'll yeah, die right. so you know there's a lot of <laughs> as much as we are supportive of the culture right we are one of those handful of people that can't really handle it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you totally, know, totally. so as much as we try. <laughs> and we're also not, we don't do anything in the culture, like go to like a hemp festival or something. When I worked for the- <laughs> We're from Seattle. <laughs> when I worked for the strip club, I had to go to this like weed event and it was just like this. It was just in my mind thinking back on it, it was like, how is that legal at all? It was in this like abandoned parking lot and there's all these booths set up and everyone, it was just like the lights were flickering. It was just like, this is legal guys. Why are you acting like this is like a fight club or well, something? I also want to just talk about weed culture from when we were growing up uh -huh. because I do think I used to just think it was so hilarious uh -huh. uh, that, you know, I don't know. So like this is what I remember as being tropes growing up in Seattle, uh -huh. slightly post grunge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, in 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 this culture. Yeah. There was a lot of aliens. So if you don't know about this, it's like the green alien with the eyes. That's like a huge part of this for some reason. So a lot of like aliens and then uh -huh. obviously a lot of Grateful Dead image imagery. And then you have the two types of necklaces that are very critical uh -huh. to enjoying yourself in this era what is the hemp necklace mm -hmm. with the um what is it called the uh not not phyllo dough but the um oh i don't know <sighs> a little clay the amulet little, yeah of some sort. it's like a little it's either gonna be a glass blown bead uh -huh. <laughs> or it's gonna be this type of um like bakeable bright colored dough that yeah. you used to be able to buy that you could make like a peace sign yeah. or an alien <laughs> yeah. or a hemp leaf or out a of weed leaf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that would be on like an intricately braided hemp necklace yeah. or 
the old fashioned white people Native American medicine bag thing. <laughs> right, right. Which I have dated several guys that had that. You're hanging out and you're like, what's under your shirt? And they're like, it's my medicine bag. <laughs> they pull it out and it's got a bunch of stuff inside. And, uh, hilarious. You know, they're not Native American. <laughs> but uh, I just was thinking about that. Like, yeah. what, like for me, 420 was always kind of like, you know, Jinko wide leg jeans, yeah. hacky sack, glow stick dancing. <laughs> right, <totally. laughs> like, you know, like that was always what I thought of when I thought of like hemp fest or uh-huh, 420 uh-huh. was always kind of like that. What, right. what is it for you? Uh, well, it's that, but then there's also the whole like kind of like Snoop Dogg, like Method Man and Red Man kind of right, like rap right. culture yeah. sort of version of that, which yeah. is definitely not that. But there's definitely weed leaves involved and like quadruple XL t-shirts and like huge pants and shit. There is, there's some sort of, in the Venn diagram of Uh, stuff, where that intersects is also baffling to me. (laughs) Yeah, like Cypress Hill or something. Yeah, I was like, or like Juggalos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always like, like it's not about really at this point smoking weed at all. It's this whole other level of like dancing and music and art i don't think juggalos have anything to oh i guess insane clown posse is potheads i don't really know anything about juggalos i think well i just read stuff like really randomly i'm one of those people who's pretty dumb at everything like Uh i'll just read something and be like well filing that away in the uh (laughs) recesses of my mind (laughs) shall misquote later files thank you uh but i think i remember people talking about juggalo culture okay so i think insane clown posse okay anybody who's a fan of the insane clown posse please correct us if you but i just want to saying what my experience is okay because to me 420 is just about your experience right so i'm just being honest I didn't know you had a philosophy on the matter. I'm trying to put it together based on what I think 420 is. <laughs> okay. 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 I think Insane Clown Posse uh-huh. seems really violent. They have crazy angry clowns. Like they're not happy clowns. Yeah, it's aggressive music. Really aggressive. Yeah. And then the face paint is really aggressive. The costumes mm-hmm. are like evil, like the clown from It. You right. know, yeah, it's like yeah. evil, scary clowns. Yeah. But I've heard juggalos are really nice. Yeah, it's like a very peaceful sort of like... Like a posy sort yeah. of... Yeah, posy is old school Nick and Muriel high school slang for positive. Yeah, if so no like, one knows what posy oh, is. Oh yeah, this is super posy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Dylan got that van and he was like running it on peanut oil or whatever. Yeah, was it was like, a biodiesel, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And I was, he was like, I'm going to name the van. And I, I can't remember what I said, but I was like, oh, you should name it blah, blah, blah. And he goes... Mm, I'm calling it the Posse van, and my heart sank. I was like, oh, okay, great. We're deco- it's the Posse van now. Yeah, well, uh, just for the record, Nick is talking about my ex-boyfriend, Dylan. <laughs> I think my brother Joey actually crashed the Posse van at Did one he point. really? I think so. I don't know how much it was his fault, but when I heard the story back, I was like, but it's not not your fault. Oh, no. <laughs> the posse van. Well, because Jonathan like painted that whole like salmon migration mural on it or something. Listen. And then, oh, my God. And then I think Joey, I think I could be, it might have been one of the other vans. They, the, 
they they were Alaskan fishermen selling fish at farmers markets in Seattle. They had like eight vans. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think what you're doing right now is painting a really good picture of what it's like to live in Se- to grow up in Seattle at yeah. a certain time. Yeah. Because you get the posse van, the salmon migration <laughs> mural. Yeah. Crashing the posse van, but nobody knows how it happened. I grew up, my mom uh, had my elementary school paint her van with a bunch of uh, sea creatures. Yeah. And that was its own kind of posse van. There was, a, there was a car in our neighborhood that was like one of those um, Volkswagen bugs, which you you guys also had, that was painted all like hand-painted muraled. And everyone used to make fun of that car. And then later I went to high school, which was a very crunchy alternative high school. We sat on couches and called our teachers by the first names and found out that our science teacher, Joe, was the owner of that car. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I feel like you did not. Not just acknowledge what I said, which is my mother had a VW van that was also hand painted. In fact, Nicholas, no one is acknowledging that my mother had two hand painted VW cars. One was an old bug that she painted with Paisley that was pretty sick. Yeah. And then the other and she adorned with like a bunch of jewels Mm -hmm. like that she glued to the hood. Yeah. And then the other one was the sea creature van. There are people listening are like, of course you don't celebrate 420 every day is 420 i know i know i'm like trying to like lay the groundwork for this thing because we've never celebrated it yeah but i feel like we have like a really strong deep-seated cultural sort of historical connection it's just really weird that we don't celebrate 420 (laughs) (laughs) um do you know why the numbers 420 are connected to weed or weed smoking can i guess yes okay 420 Four seasons, 20 years. Hold on. <laughs> 420. It's uh, like some sort of like equal numbers. Everything is like super peaceful. Yeah. Four goes into 20 evenly, five times. Uh-huh. Okay, tell me what it is. I don't really know. I think. Oh, yeah, I thought you knew. I think the, what I remember, <laughs> what I learned when I was little is that it was like the police code for marijuana. Oh. So it's like, oh, if it, it's a 420, it's a 420. I think that that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I d- never looked it up and I never. I mean, the lore of 420. Oh, oh, my God. What? I actually listened to a podcast about the guy who said he invented 420. And what did he say? What was the story? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I think it was like. Classic. It had to do with school. It was either like a time, it was a time that they were going to go smoke weed at school and it was in California and Mm. I don't remember, but he was like, I invented this. And then everyone was like, I don't think he invented it, (laughs) but it happened around this time. But it's actually like, so I think it actually isn't a police code. I think it's really a, like a weird thing that started that never ended. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, was either just, way, it's a weird thing that started that never ended. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just my impression of like Hempfest and 420 yeah. is just like, what is going on over I there? Know. Well, there's people that literally smoke weed. Well, I think they, I think people that smoke weed at 420 every day just smoke weed every day, no matter what. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember it being like a huge deal when I was a kid. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, yeah. like. Because I was a drama kid and there's a good, I'm just talking about Venn diagrams today, (laughs) but there's a solid Venn diagram of like theater kid and then like 
the um like the smoking kids uh-huh. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's these weird sections of people of stoner kids who work on sets uh-huh, you sure, know and that you'd kind of know or like theater kids who are with like weird stoner kids yeah. and so there is this kind of like presence but i mean i remember people being like really stressed about like having to get to Hempfest yeah. and like being like I have to work <laughs> and I told my boss I need to get off for Hempfest. Yeah, right, totally, totally, uh, totally. I remember this is slightly adjacent but yeah. I remember once I was in my first like real play yeah and um <laughs> it was my first real play I was probably in fourth grade and there was a girl who was older than me she was in eighth grade and I thought she was super super cool sure and then Kurt Cobain died uh-huh. and she said she couldn't come to rehearsal because Kurt Cobain died. Yeah. And the guy who ran the classes was just like so demoralized to his core about her missing rehearsal. Like he was just like, I just really hope she never has any real problems. <laughs> I just remember that sticking out to me because I was just like, I don't understand anything. <laughs> what? I don't understand. I'm in fourth grade. Who is Kurt Cobain? <laughs> I just missed it. You yeah. Know? Oh, I definitely had never heard of Kurt Cobain until after he died. Yeah. I, I Well, I heard about it the day he died. My yeah. friend who was in the play with me <laughs> was we walking around and then she told me I had to go back to the play rehearsal because she had to go meet up with her boyfriend and they were gonna, <laughs> like during lunch and she yeah. left. And they said, Where'd what's her face go? And I was like, she said she's dead about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> and Lenny was just like profoundly disappointed in my direction. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Seattle's the best, man. <laughs> that was the weirdest place to grow up. It's not, it's not, I don't know how the same it is for kids. As an adult, it yeah. feels really different. Yeah. But man, we were growing up like if you want to know, like, there it's so specific, you know? I'm gonna say something that still blows my mind to this day and it's on the podcast and this might scandalize a few of our listeners what when me and some of my very closest friends that lived in the neighborhood right right by my house i won't say their names to protect the guilty we were in like fourth grade and through someone else who shall remain nameless we got marijuana seeds and we started growing weed plants. This was before <laughs> I had even gotten high. I smoked weed like five times before I even got high. And we started growing these weed plants and they started actually growing and they were getting big and they were trying to lie to an adult in the situation and say, oh, they're, we're growing tomatoes. And they're like, okay. And then it, they just started getting too big. So we went and we put them in the park because in our – the park by not towards the baseball fields but towards like the soccer fields there was these like this hill and all these woods basically and we put them in there and then we went back to check on them and they were fucking flourishing they were growing so much did they grow buds i have i think they died i i you were a child i was literally a child (laughs) way later in college i told someone that story and they were and i was like yeah we had no idea what we were doing and they were like, well, were they male or female plants? And then I, as a college student, said, I didn't even know plants had male or females. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know what we were doing. But it was absurd. I remember the first time I got high, <laughs> I was on, 
I was on these stairs because just classic Seattle shit. There's always like a set of stairs. You oh know? my like, God. Seattle is the king of a road that goes nowhere that yeah. culminates in stairs. Right. That's you like, just that like, are like mossy and suddenly you're in a rainforest. Yeah. And it's raining and you have to get somewhere and now you have to walk up a bunch of fucking stairs right. instead of like across the street. Uh, so uh, <laughs> and and I, I admitted who I was smoking with, who also shall remain nameless. Not for any reason. It was Shane. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, that I had never actually gotten high. And he's like, okay. He really like was like concerned about that. He's like, okay, well, well, we can try again. So he was like, he was like, take it, you know, uh, inhale and like close your eyes and hold your breath. And then he like counted. I think he like tapped my shoulder. He was like, one, two, three, whatever. And then he's like, exhale. And then I felt really high. And then a dog started barking immediately, like in the distance. And it just like wouldn't stop. And I wasn't paranoid, but I was like, that dog fucking knows. You know, <laughs> that dog knows. And then we went back to his house to spend the night. And I being like, I don't know how old I was in middle school, I guess, was so paranoid about drugs. But it wasn't like a deep, scared paranoia that the only thing I kind of had in my mind is that people throw up and then die in their sleep from the vomit. Oh, no. So I just slept. You stayed up all night? No, 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 no. I was very chill. I was like ready to go to sleep. So I just uh, slept uh, sitting up with the garbage can right next to me. (laughs) I was sure I was going to vomit and choke on my vomit. Oh, my God. That is so funny. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was like super innocent for a long time. I mean, not innocent. It doesn't matter. But like I didn't smoke weed until I was like 18 or something like that. Yeah. Like compared to like other people such as you or right. like yeah, my yeah. brothers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I definitely like started that thing pretty late compared to other people. Yeah. And I was just I've always just been a mess. You know, like <laughs> I always get myself into like crazy situations like you know, I remember also I had the same thing where like I was smoking and I just wasn't getting high. Yeah. And the person I was with was like, you got to just keep going. And I was like, okay. And they're kind of telling me how to do it. And I swear to God, I'm not, it, it sounds like such bullshit, but it's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Is that I did it and then I held my breath and I sat there and then I heard a gong. <laughs> and then I was like, I had gotten so far past the threshold. Like what we used to do is go hang out in the park at night when it was raining. Cause yeah. that's like. Seattle, I don't know, Seattle kid shit. And we would sit and like explore the woods and like look at nature. And then we would build a bond, like a build a fire. And then the cops would come by because Seattle cops have nothing else to do (laughs) but to try to like kick three teenagers (laughs) off of a beach when it's 40 degrees and raining outside. It's just like, what are we going to do? Nothing. We are the most sensitive creatures. (laughs) We like would go and build after the cops would leave. We'd hide in the bushes. (laughs) Like for like 20 minutes while the yeah. cops like swept. It's like dark and miserable. Like right. we would be out there and then they go away and then we'd come out of the woods and we used to build these um, teeter totters out of logs and like stand on them and like rock back and forth <laughs> sure, sure, sure. and like just look for things. Yeah. I mean, it's like we didn't have anything to do. We were just like broke teenagers on a beach like looking under rocks in the middle of the night <laughs> numb hands just <laughs> like whatever all right well <laughs> well today we're in southern southern california this is los angeles and i we actually got to kind of wrap this segment up and move on to the actual celebration uh thing which is going to be happening at 420 on 420 and this celebration thing is going to be really fun because what we're going to do 
is we are taking a pottery class. We're taking a pottery class. We're going to make a pipe for weed <laughs> on 420 yes. at 420. Yes. And the whole thing is virtual. So yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. I had an edible uh, and... I'm going to light up a little uh, little spliff right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we're about to begin this journey, and we'll see where it takes us. I'm so excited because I actually love working with clay. Well, it was one. There's a there is a clay spot, right? A clay spot. What a pottery class place. Pottery school. Keep uh, going. <laughs> really close to our house. And this was one of the things that we put on our list of initial episodes when we first started hell in your 30s yeah it was a, an original brainstorm episode idea let's do a pottery class and we never ever ever did it and i'm glad we didn't because then our friend artemis who's a wonderful person and a great supporter of hell in your 30s was like my friend uh owns this pottery school it's called pot gardens and they do online classes. Find yourself a class you want to take, and I'll buy it for you, right? So this is all in all praises due to Artemis for this class. And it was just like perfect. It was just beautiful. We're supporting a friend of a friend's business. We're doing it online. We're going to do it at 420 on 420. We got our glow sticks out. <laughs> it's like everything is posy. I'm going to be a it's, juggalo by 520. It's all posy. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes out. We're about to open the link. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. I just hit the Zoom link. Are you excited? I'm, I'm very excited. excited. Muriel saw that it was 4.15 and she goes, oh my God, it's 4.15. And then she was like, oh, I thought that was 4.20. Yeah. So I had an edible and I smoked a <laughs> tiny little joint. I was like, I want this to be a little chaotic. Right. Me. Yeah. And then we're doing it. Okay, here we are. Oh are we starting? God. No. Meeting topic, pipe party, host, pot, L.A. Oh, <gasps> my God. So exciting. <laughs> I feel uh, like you're acting weird. <laughs> no, you're acting weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I think we're on. I think they can see us. <laughs> you guys are having a much better 420 than I am. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we just missed a pretty crucial opportunity, and I just have to share it. Uh, <laughs> we just logged on <laughs> to our class <laughs> and there was another guy there and we thought that he was the instructor and he thought that we were the instructors <laughs> and we both were so awkward. They're like, hey, are you okay? Nope. Oh, look, and they haven't unmuted their camera or whatever. No, we're all so. just, no, we're all just being well, we're all just being complete weirdos. And then, <laughs> then when I realized we were both thinking we were the instructors, yeah. I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing because yeah, that's the funniest much. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But then the person I thought was the instructor said, well, you guys look like you're having a better 420 than I am. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, the jig is up. Uh, there's so many people joining the whatever this is. Class? Yeah, I, I mean, waiting room, lobby. I really hope our microphone is muted. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. <laughs> right? Because if you hit unmute, that means it's muted now. 
If there's a red line going through it, it's muted. Do not push that button. <laughs> Just double checking. Uh, that was really my favorite thing that ever happened. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, he was like, what? And we were like, huh? And he goes, I'm sorry. And we were like, sorry. And we were both really quiet. He goes, so are you two the instructors here? <laughs> Because I was sitting there going, man, this instructor does not know how to use his. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, life is good. You know, I think that that's true. Yeah. I'm having an excellent time with you right now. Hello, everyone. <sighs> I feel like you're nervous you about being me. heard. Give me a thumbs up if you can see and hear me. They can all see you pointing and laughing at me. No, I forgot they couldn't hear it. I thought I was being nice to I know. Okay, cool. I'm going to give it like a few more minutes. Everyone said land, please. I can't stop laughing and they can all see me laughing. They can all see my email address, too. Yourself. We don't have to have our video off. You're right. Oh, everyone's turning their video off. Maybe yeah. you should be saying. <laughs> oh, that button. Yeah. Faces, which really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Now we're safe. My blouse. I really have to work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to because I can't stop laughing. Look forward to it. <sighs> Class is starting. I'm Mandy. I'm the founder of POT and I teach hand building and the pipe workshop is my baby. It's actually one of the things I always wanted to do that kind of inspired me to open POT is like I always, always wish there was a pottery studio that taught POT pipes and bombs. So here I am now doing that. Um, I almost gave so her a thumbs up again even though she can't see us. I know. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> I love um, her. 
because I have nothing really poignant to say that you won't probably hear in a think piece by the end of today anyway. So <laughs> that's how I feel about our podcast too. Um, I am so glad to get this. Smoking, but one time someone complained that I didn't explain how a pipe works. So I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's hilarious. I feel like we all know what's going on. Damn, she's, <laughs> she should be famous. <laughs> I mean, mine's kind of like doing that weird crack. So, um, Hella, there's, I definitely smoked too early. We need to go back and talk about how to roll out the shell. Okay, great. This is probably a good size, right? Yeah, I got that. Okay, so you have about like two thirds of it. It's not two thirds, you made a ball, great. Now, put that on your table and and then roll it between your finger pads and your knuckle pads. Don't dip into your palm. And just lightly roll it between those fingers. Back and forth and like spread your, your feel your fingers like spread and in. And then you stop and then And then if it like forms like an oval or like more so of a long shape, because that's kind of dips with your fingers. Then you just stand it up and like cut it down into a That's a problem, probably not. And then go back. I think because oh you just okay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was super helpful. Yeah, no problem. One time at an in-person one of these workshops, this guy called me over to, to show him how to make the bowl again, and he was like, "I'm so sorry," and I was so glad. I was like, "All good." And I gave him like a whole. I repeated the demo, oh, and no. then at first he was like, "I'm sorry, what are we doing again?" <laughs> 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 Oh, she wants to see our stuff. Yeah. Oh, wait, what is that? A frog? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you want to get yours closer, Mira, so it's like a true. Wait, this is like, hold on. There we go. Is it? What is it? Right? Sorry. Hold on. What, what did you say? Is it a vagina? <laughs> oh, it could be. It's a druid, but it's like a oh, druid, but it doesn't have any arms. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, he's like vagina face. That's his thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think it's nice. <laughs> I like vagina, so it's good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the, the problem's real good. <laughs> Thank you. The druid does too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's that time of uh, the day again. It's the ad time. Oh my God. This episode is brought to you by Sarah B who upped her pledge on Patreon and my brother Mario supporting us on Patreon. Mario is on fire, guys. Uh, go check out his music on Instagram, at Castellini Beats. The kid is killing it. That's right. If you're a sick-ass rapper and you want some beats, <laughs> we got the hookup. 
<laughs> Sarah B and Mario, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting Hell in Your 30s on Patreon. And to round out this ad, of course, we got to shout out Pot Studio LA. That is right. You can find them online, potstudioLA.com. If you're in the Los Angeles area, they are offering in-person classes again, COVID safe still, but they are up and running. Plus, you can take their classes online from anywhere in the world. And the materials you need to do the classes along with them are actually super easy to get anywhere. Yeah. Uh, a little bit about Pot Studio LA. Um, this is their Our Story portion of their website. Pot is a full-service pottery studio owned and operated by people of color, a majority of which are women and Los Angeles natives. We are devoted to celebrating the cultures and communities surrounding us through an ancient art form that connects so many of us. We felt a need for a space that felt accessible and empowering for those that felt marginalized in ceramic spaces, namely persons of color. Find them online at potstudioLA.com. And now, back to our 420 extravaganza. my god we're in the aftermath of that pottery class right now that was so fun okay so i don't know if we got the audio for it but basically we we were making our pipes and then the teacher wanted to see what they looked like so we showed ours to her and i had like a shocked frog yeah and muriel had a druid which our teacher thought was a vagina <laughs> so muriel decided to then turn her pipe into a vagina pipe <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I mean, it really, it is insane. It is a level 10. It is, it is a crazy, crazy vagina pipe. Anyone who was like working at the pottery place, would we drop our pipes off for them to glaze, would look at my cute little frog and your like sex therapist, Georgia O'Keefe, uh, spiritual woman healer would be like we have to call the police right now <laughs> this is like a child and a mad woman <laughs> this woman has exposed this little boy to things that are not appropriate Nick. for his age <laughs> it was shocking well what was so fun is she was like uh she was like you know okay so the class is over so just take your time and be in the clay and feel it out and i was sitting here like Man, I'm not going to do that. I want to turn this off and get on with my day, right? But then I was really starting to feel my little frog. I've turned him into an office space frog. So he had like a little tie and a and a, and a belt and a, and a pocket for his little short sleeve t-shirt and stuff. Or a short sleeve button down. And yeah. I was really kind of yeah. in my shit. He was. And then I was like, how's yours going? And you were like, good, good, good. But I hadn't looked at yours. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I... And then I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just making the vagina fr the, the vagina pipe. And I looked over and screamed. It was so flowery and flowy. <laughs> and then at the end of it, she goes, I really like where I put the carp because <laughs> you have to really slide your finger around it. <laughs> it is so quadruple X rated. <laughs> can't believe you did that because the other thing that happened was she was like all right you have to bring these it back to the place and drop them off and then wait 30 days to pick them up yeah. have to like fire them twice yeah and i'm just sitting here to, especially when you're high 
and you're looking at your <laughs> stupid ass clay pipe, you're like, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> this pipe, I'll take a picture of it and throw it away. <laughs> Driving there two more times, right? But now, with this vagina pipe in our life, it's now at the top of my priority. Priority. I'm taking in it as soon as possible. Do you want to go buy some underglaze? What is, What would that do? That adds color wherever you want it. Muriel, I am terrified to see what you would do with that color. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go get some. Blink is right over there. We could totally do it. I'm just saying, Muriel, we're going to put post that on Instagram and we are going to get that post taken down and a warning. It's going to be against community I'll guidelines. say it's an oyster. It looks like an oyster with a pearl that you can smoke weed out of. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even say that to me right now. Don't even say that to me. We just ate a plate of oysters. It did not look like that. <laughs> uh, no one would sit there and go, wow, this art- artistic <laughs> rendering of an oyster is very flowy. It's very expansive and powerful, fluid yet strong. <laughs> I think that is what they're going to be saying. Uh, they are, but no one's going to call it an oyster. Well, the big secret is, is it's an artistic rendering. Like I was like, oh man, I want to make it like super flowy and like really, I don't know, ribbony and open and yeah. whatever. And then I was making it and <laughs> ribbony and I, open. You <laughs> 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 just drop that in like, like it's normal. I was it's like, so extreme. I was gonna make it like. <laughs> Like a flower, you know, whatever. And then I realized as I was making it, I was like, what What if this doesn't look like a vagina at all? I was just looking at it and I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I added a lot of extra stuff that I do not think is in there. <laughs> no, I, I mean... <laughs> It's, all right, all right. No one's okay, okay, about that. okay, okay. You're just gonna have to check our Instagram before <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg flags it for inappropriate community behaviors. Zuckerberg, what a um, chump! That uh, boy. Okay, so we loved our teacher. The class was so funny. Everyone was so high, and they were just. Everyone was so nice. They'd be like, "Excuse me, can I ask a logistical question?" Well, everyone said, "May I?" Did yeah, you notice right. that? Yeah, everyone's like. May I something something? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. May I ask a question? And I was like, oh, maybe that's why I always feel awkward when I ask a question because I'm not asking it right. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like, it, does every <laughs> I have not heard someone say, may I blah, 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 except for like a little tiny kid yeah. who's like being trained to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. I have not heard an adult say that in like. Oh, my God. I'm getting a call from Mario. Mario, I love you. I'm declining you now, but I'll call you back later, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, that threw me for a loop because then I was like, if I have to phrase my questions like that, I am definitely not unmuting my fucking mic. (laughs) (laughs) I will put that in the chat and make the mistake from a few levels away. (laughs) That was like the funniest thing. I know. I like we might have caught it on. Like Mike. Yeah. But I have to talk about this thing. Okay. So, okay. This is my experience of what happened. And I know we already talked about pieces of it. Yeah. We log on. There are two people. A couple. There are a couple and us. There are two people logged on. That's it. And I had the mic 
and the video. Nick and I had the mic and the video going. Yeah. And the other couple had the same thing. Yeah. And obviously we had this like insane moment where we thought he was the teacher. And then and he thought we were the he teacher. We were the teacher. It was this whole like pretty solid thing going on. And then we all the other people joined the chat yeah. and they all were muted. Yeah. Mike. And so we only had that experience with one guy. Yeah. Right. So then I was like, we got to mute everything because look at everybody else and yeah, it's right. like yes you're absolutely right so i muted the video and i muted the audio and then out of the corner of my eye i saw nick sit up straight and he ran his fingers through his hair and then for the next three or four minutes he <laughs> responded to everything the teacher i forgot said. we were on mute i thought she could hear us that was insane that was the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> He just sat there and just goes, he's like, mm hmm yep. <laughs> and <laughs> I honestly, like, it took me a minute to realize what you were doing because yeah. I just thought you were nervous. So you were right. just, like, trying to get into it. <laughs> you thought I was just doing that to myself? Yes. To, like, lighten the I mood did. between the two of us? I absolutely did. <laughs> oh, that's what you thought? And I was just like, well, okay, I'm not going to make him feel bad about that, but that's pretty funny. And so <laughs> then I was, like, trying to write it to see, like, on what level you were on. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, man, he thinks we're not muted. <laughs> and then I go, you're right? And then you started clapping. <laughs> and I was like, you know we're muted. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> That killed me because you were so genuine <laughs> and tender and like really like honestly, yeah. you were giving her everything you got over Zoom. Like you were like, you're good. I like this. Yeah, this right. Good. I was very supportive, really, really supportive. into it, tuned in. Loving. <laughs> Camera <laughs> off, mic on mute. <laughs> <laughs> and then like after that happened and we started laughing and we couldn't listen to what she was saying i was like oh we absolutely should be muted <laughs> yeah right well then we just couldn't stop giggling and laughing well I, it was like there was no way that we should have been muted i mean like shouldn't have been muted yeah right like because it was I, so clearly inappropriate to have your microphone on well, lots of people did, <laughs> which was like really. <laughs> people were so high. <laughs> it was so intense. So recently I was on this Zoom call, right? Uh -huh. And I don't want to say a bunch of stuff about it, but yeah. it was like a very personal Zoom call that's also formal, right? Uh -huh. So it was like a little therapy based yeah. and it was on behalf of someone. So I was like, it's not a tense environment, but it's a serious environment. Right, and people who you don't know are also involved. Right, and we're all about to be pretty vulnerable with each other. And, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. and the thing we're doing is six hours. So it was like <laughs> really long. <laughs> so, and we all have these yeah. instructions about so like, like- This is your life for today. Right, and so you're like, log in and- <laughs> You have to be like super serious and chime in at times yeah, and then like yeah. whatever. And you listen to each other and like respond and whatever. So it's this all day program thing. We're all doing it as a loved one, right? Yeah. And we're all logging on and we're all muted. We all like unmute to say hello. Yeah. And then we all muted. Yeah. And then the person who's talking is talking. And one of the people who said they were here and like, super in support in this really serious situation <laughs> didn't mute their mic and so we got to hear them like 
drive, get in their car and then they drive to Carl's Jr. And then they order a bunch of food and then they're just like fighting with somebody else. But the whole time it's like in their pocket and no one can get a hold of them. Right. And it was just like so awkward and so insane. And the person moderating it couldn't get it together enough to like kick them off the call. So we were just like, okay, we're all good, right? You know, yeah, like right. whatever. And then we go and it's like a couple more hours go by and then, you know, we log into the next one and yeah. we've all learned our lesson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And one of the people gets a phone call and he doesn't mute anything. So it's a phone call like on his cell phone and he's like accessing this like thing from his computer. Sure. Sure. So he gets a phone call. He doesn't mute anything. And he <laughs> the person on the other line for him is in really big trouble for sexually harassing people at work. Oh my God, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Wow. And he was like, yeah, well, what I is forgot. she saying? And everybody in the call unmutes and they're like, we can hear you. We can hear you. And they're like, well, somebody chat at him. But he's like he's facing away from the camera, like talking in the phone. And he's like, well, how many times did it happen? Oh, no. Oh, And he's my saying God. like a lot of identifying stuff and like really like. At right. the more- well, it was at the Arby's by your house it's at exactly- such and such intersection. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I mean, like she's probably confused. Like it's like. <laughs> so he's also trying to help cover he's it up. pro right. yeah, yeah he's like he's pro whoever's doing this whatever. thing yeah. so it's like then as it develops you're just like oh this guy's a monster <laughs> and it's like all you know anyway it was just and this is happening at the end of a very vulnerable day <laughs> yeah. where we're all supposed to be like saying things about how we love the person or like you know like it's <laughs> like this whole thing and he's just like yeah well i mean how many times did it happen <laughs> Yeah, but did you use your hand or did you use your hands? Right, right, exactly. So this is a good lesson. If anybody's in that situation, just double, triple check. (laughs) Just look at it. Just assume that you're not on mute. Assume you're, assume they can hear you. Yeah, assume they can hear you. And act accordingly. Yeah, so anyway, that stressed me out. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the best. I mean, that class was amazing. Yeah, she was so cool. At one point she goes, yeah, it was her birthday yesterday. And her friend gave her a braided triple blunt, which is three blunts braided together. And it was really big. And beautiful. (laughs) It looked like, uh, I don't know, like the roots of the tree that they pray to in Game of Thrones or something. Like it was very like, it was like this intricate, it seemed like an ancient thing. And it's just hilarious because it's just, I mean, for someone like us to smoke that, you would take one hit. And then have to put it out. Like, how would you smoke three blunts at once like that? You'd do it. And then you'd hear, like, some crazy music and you'd be able to just continue on. Well, here's the thing. When I used to listen to <laughs> The Church What's Happening Now, Joey Diaz's and Lee Syatt's podcast, they would do insane amounts of edibles, like 1,000 milligrams, 2,000 milligrams. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Truly, like, on a psychedelic next level of shit that people can't do so there's a whole string there's a whole era a string of episodes where people were coming and they would take like one of these gummies because they'd see joey and lee take like 10 of them right right? or eat them like candy and they would take one and then lose their mind and need to stop the podcast and a couple of people had to go to the hospital and like, because they thought they were dying. Well, the Polly Shore one is amazing. The Polly Shore one is is truly, truly incredible. He really eats too many, and he really actually can't handle it. Yeah. And Joey Diaz can't 
rein him in. So, right. And that happens a bunch, right? It's There's a whole a string lot. of it's things. It's a lot to listen to. It just reminds you of high school. Really. <laughs> yeah, right. Where someone's cool. It's like peer pressuring them. Like, yeah, well, just do another 100 milligrams, bro. I am going to be really quick uh-huh. to interject. That uh-huh. was us when we were in high school. Somebody invented a gravity bong. No one invented. I mean, that, that's a very known thing. Well, fine. We were 17-ish. Yeah. And somebody made a gravity bong yeah. out of a Sobe bottle. And it, Sobe, not glass, a plastic yes, bottle. Yes, because they were like, they were also. Oh, they like, was had from. Worked with glass. Okay, right. It was one of these so like, it's pottery a kid, type. Yeah, people. it's like a kid who like did glass blowing. Yeah, he probably had the hemp necklace in the medicine bag you were talking and about. And he had, yeah, right, exactly. And he had the capability to figure out how to do it. I think what ended up happening, you just have to drill a small hole in the bottom uh-huh. and then use it as a carb. But that's something that none of us had ever done. And if you remember Sobe, I talked about the aliens earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. But Sobe is two neon geckos. Yeah, the radical gecko I coalition. I forgot about that because that yeah. definitely is a part of Hempfest. <laughs> but like... the gecko imagery. <laughs> there was definitely that. But a Sobe bong, like a Sobe bottle is notoriously massive. And for kids who don't know what a gravity bong, like yeah. you're like, yeah, gravity bong, whatever. A gravity bong is when you load up a bunch of weed and you yeah. light it. Yeah. And then you let the water out of something. So the water pull, the suction of the water draining the thing right. pulls it. So, so it's then now you have a a container full of smoke. Right. So that's like how a bong works is like you as the person yeah. like suck the air through a tube and yeah. like it bubbles through water and like that. Right. But your lungs are nowhere near as strong as a bucket of water draining. Right. And so, and it's just, if any of this physics or science of that makes sense to you, all I'll say is it's the most like destroying type of way to Well, smoke. the only time I ever did gravity bongs were with bottles way bigger than Sobe bottles. They used to do the big ass one of those like two liter uh, like, coke bottles yeah yeah like the big plastic ones. i get that right yeah. but i'm going to say yeah. as teenagers uh-huh. i don't think you could have enough weed to make a two liter bottle as potent as putting a lot of weed in a soapy bottle because it's a little smaller i'm just gonna say and you can argue with me i'm, I'm not gonna argue i get your point i don't know the specifics i wasn't with your weird Sobe i'm just saying it's like man. very condensed i'm just saying like whatever <laughs> yeah. it is about yeah, yeah. the Sobe bottle i'm just <laughs> okay it's really honestly this is like the worst invention of anyone <laughs> and anyway yeah. I, my point is just like i know like this idea of like the braided mm-hmm Wait, we're, what were we talking about? We were about? talking about Joey Diaz. So my point is what oh, I was saying. Oh, like the most yeah. intense thing. Right. So what Joey Diaz would tell these people as they were freaking out and saying like, I literally can't think or contribute to this podcast. I need this to end. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to the hospital, whatever. He would say, chill and take some more. Just take more. You're okay. Take more. And I, as a person who is very sensitive to weed that always seemed like terrible advice. And the people always said, no, I can't. There's literally no way I can take more. Like, absolutely not. I have to stop. And I understand their point of view, but I think Joey Diaz has the key to success. I think the answer is literally take more. I just don't. I'm just saying if you have an experience where you accidentally took more than you could ever really want to. Right. 
I don't think that the solution is to take more. It works for him. Yeah. I think that's insane. <laughs> I, I think like I've never, you have ruined your life two times on edibles. But I'm but my point is if I had just doubled that, maybe it would have been great. From my perspective as your wife, I doubt that <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I think that you would. I mean, the only way that it would be great yeah. is that then you did it, and then you, like best case scenario, you started walking around acting completely insane. And didn't care that other people were worried about you. <laughs> That's Which all. is sort of normal, I guess. Like, that I would mean, be back to a regular state no, of being like, for me. Like you, <laughs> what, like playing my fun- whiskey. Look at that. <laughs> like if your functionality on the worst that I've ever seen you, like if your functionality diminished yeah. in proportion to how much extra you took, yeah. I think that you would be like, just not able to function. But how does someone who can take 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams function incredibly well? I think... He could be a liar. (laughs) Hear that, Joey Diaz? We're coming for you. (laughs) They try to cancel you before. You're never going to know the wrath of a cancellation of you're not actually a weed smoker. (laughs) Nah. All right. So, Muriel Montgomery. What? We fucked around with Clay. I kind of liked it. I will be honest. There was an absolute moment where I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. This is boring. And then I sort of just rode through Doubled that. down? Yeah, I kind of doubled down. And then I was like, really... Well, she kept calling the thing a shaft. And it was... The, there was the sexual metaphors were... Just hilarious, and therefore, when you showed up with your your uh, you know sex therapist uh, demonstration sculpture, mm-hmm. um, it was just too too funny. But there was something very fun about like getting the shaft really moist and like rubbing it down and smoothing <laughs> it out. You know? I think that from my perspective, yeah. I feel like there was a point where you got really stressed. And I know you said you didn't. Yeah. But you you were saying things that sounded very stressed. I know. Yeah. So that's true. And then the and then you being like, "Are you stressed?" stressed me out. I know. I know yeah. because you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's just the dance of the paranoid weed smoke. You know? I just was like, "Are you stressed?" And you said no. And then you kept saying, "I'm doing everything wrong." And I said, "It's okay." And then I said. Uh, like, okay, you're like, no, but I feel great. This is really fun. It's just like, I, I just can't do it. And my thing looks really bad. <laughs> so you're having a moment. <laughs> and I'm glad you like pushed through that. Yeah, yeah. I did, definitely did not define my time. I thought that was super fun. I yeah. I, I think there, it was really, really fun. I thought yeah. she was a great teacher. Yeah, yeah. And. I want to hang out with her. She I'm, seems super cool. She's funny. She was like handling people really well. She was just great. Yeah, right. I don't know. I she's like an absolute stoner. She was like someone like uh, blew smoke into the camera at her. And she was like, oh, someone finally blew smoke at me. Thank you so much. I was waiting for someone to do that for me, man. He, she was like, yeah, I did that to our my students and they did not appreciate it. <laughs> like Meaning like someone was a snitch in the class and like didn't like it. She also said that when she was. She got in trouble for the last pipe blowing class or the pipe making class because uh, she didn't explain how pipes work. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh, I just forgot about something, which is that the hole that you would suck your 
uh, smoke in through Muriel's vagina pipe is a heart. (laughs) (laughs) So her hole is shaped like a heart. (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh, my God. And the pearl is very prominent. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Artemis for hooking us up with this beautiful gift of our pipe making we class. We had so much fun. Yes, Artemis, you're the best. Thank you, and thank you to Mandy at PotStudioLA.com. That's right. We also wanted to give a quick shout out to all the people who've jumped ship to check out Muriel's Murders, our yes. other new, brand new baby podcast. A lot of our hella listeners yeah. have been reviewing Muriel's Murders, and it's been so nice. And if any of you our Dick Wolf Wiener, just know I love your username. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yes. Oh, and uh, I'm in the process of updating our Hell in Your 30s Spotify soundtrack playlist. So what music are you listening to? Send me a song or two. DMs, email, whatever, hellinyour30s at gmail.com. Find us on social media. Uh, I love putting together the playlist and we haven't updated it in a while. For me, it just feels like a great way to connect with all of you guys. We can all listen to the same jams. You know what I mean? Just good times, great oldies together. Yeah, man. The fucking Eagles. (laughs) All right. Uh, We want to say thank you to Ryan and Ryan at Campfire Media. Yes. And a very special thank you to Gus, the Balls Out Booze Band and the Marshall Family Band for uh, letting me always steal your music and put it in these episodes. Uh, You guys make some great... Great, great jams, and uh, we're better for it. So thank you to Gus and all and the whole crew. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.